Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys! Hi guys! (laughs) Welcome to the pod. This is our first one we're recording virtually technically yeah if that makes sense like we're actually not together this time and every other one we've recorded we've been together yeah praying this comes out good um I think it's gonna be fine though we're figuring it out so bear with us if it's a little off or whatever but yeah we're recording and then side note if I sound a little um stuffy I am slightly congested while we're doesn't have COVID though like a sinus <laughs> infection yeah I got tested uh, a couple days ago negatives so yeah yeah I'm excited for this week's um topic because I feel like it'll help a lot of people realize how easy it can be to go full-time if that's something that you want and like how to make it happen Yeah, it's definitely a way that could also like if you do want to go for it full time and you're not at, you know, the number you think you should be at or if you want to grow like a little bit more and make more money on your collaborations, this is a really good way to, you know, get those extra streams of income in and make things a little less stressful because there's definitely a lot of ways. (laughs) There's a lot, but before we dive into that, we always like to share what is influencing us this week. So what's been influencing you currently? Okay, mine has been getting back into like a consistent workout schedule um, just because obviously with COVID, like absolutely fell off. Um, I was so active I fell off COVID. so hard. Yeah, I was so active before COVID, literally did Orange Theory like freaking every single day. It was crazy, but now I'm back on ClassPass. Shout out ClassPass. I'm obsessed with ClassPass. Um, I love doing like spin classes and um, like Pilates, things like that. Getting back into that schedule. I feel like things are kind of getting back to normal now, so I'm happy. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Honestly, LA is a little wild out there. Um, But yeah, kind of just getting back into the routine and especially with like Hawaii coming up we have some like we definitely have some travel goals and plans for the rest of this year so yeah what about you love that I feel like for me I'm trying to like go through my purchase history and my receipts through my email and I'm noticing this trend (laughs) that I have been purchasing a lot of things that are green green and I don't know if I really honestly it's kind of big for you lately she's all about the neutrals I just, yeah, like, I don't know why, but, like, green is just speaking to me right now. And you know those green Zara shoes you bought? Oh, I love them. I keep forgetting I need to get a smaller size. I bought a pair of those. And then that, like, green, iconic, like, silky, like, silk um, Zara skirt that everyone had kind of summer, during summer. Oh, no. I feel like if I showed you a picture, you would know. Probably. It's, like, stunning. I found one on Poshmark, and it's the same color as the shoes, Oh my gosh, I love that. So, and and that skirt, I was going to tell you, it comes in pink and it's so freaking cute. <laughs> pink and green like, is such a combo right now, those by the way. Shoe, the green shoes with the pink skirt, I'm so obsessed. And then I got this other dress in from this small boutique called um, Vintage October. That's like a halter with like an open back cute. and it's green too. And this just like crop top that's green. I don't know. So I've just been noticing this theme and like 
color for you. I just feel like, you know, with Hawaii coming up and all that, I think green is going to be really fun to style. Yeah. So. Agree. The color green has been speaking to me lately, so I feel like that's what's influencing me. Oh my gosh, you're a Cosmo a color. now, and I'm Wanda with the green and pink. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we, we should do totally a little do green matching and... outfits. Yeah, I'm down. And that's the caption. Oh my gosh, okay. I need Cute. to buy that skirt because that sounds amazing. And I'll pink. send you a link. I'll yeah, find it. Do it. Because I, I went on a hunt because I saw a few girls style it on Instagram, and the way that the bottom of the skirt is shaped, you can like wear it like facing forward, or you can turn it to the side mm-hmm. and wear it that way too, and it like looks different, but. So cute. So yeah, I'm that sounds super so, cute. So obsessed, and I cannot wait. Be on the lookout next week um, when we're in Hawaii. <laughs> yes, be ready. I feel like also I have so many outfits for Hawaii because the Dominican didn't happen, oh, so I've right. like saved all that, all those outfits, and like have moved them into like my Hawaii suitcase, and then I've also been accumulating stuff yes. since then that I'm like, oh my gosh, Same. I want to shoot that in Hawaii because like Hannah Schoenberg did another collaboration with Naked oh my god brand, yes I love and I bought two outfits off of there I and almost I'm, bought like, the skirt was one so of them obsessed. the skirt is it like a tie yeah like a meshy tie skirt I think there was so yeah I got like, like a, a mesh tie shirt okay and then like the mesh top and then the like Cute. full dress with the open back Oh my god. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that one's super cute. So I'm just going for like having some looks in Hawaii. Yeah, so many looks to plan out. So I feel like I need to start planning that now. But anyway. I love it. Um Okay, okay. so jumping in, we're really excited for today's episode because first of all, I think it's so important to have multiple streams of income, especially if you're an entrepreneur, a freelancer where your income per se isn't super stable or, you know, you don't get a steady paycheck every two weeks. So Mm -hmm. you don't know really what to expect. I mean, I feel like you can estimate, but you don't know what to expect because like with our job, like brands could pay you late and you're not expecting that. So it's like you have to have something in the meantime while you're waiting for that. So I feel like having multiple streams of income is so important. And then also it's just like not putting all your eggs in Instagram's basket just in case like say you lose your account for a week or whatever you have other things. We just had a friend that that happened to. Um, But that's also... I don't think she's gotten it back yet either. I don't know if she's going to, which is literally... Oh my God, I can't even imagine. But that's also why we've also said this in a previous episode. It's very important to have like some sort of savings before you go into this full time, just because like the months can be so unpredictable. So obviously with the savings and like this stuff, like it makes it a lot less stressful. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and I feel like it's just kind of fun too to have like a bunch of different things that you like to do that are generating income for you. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because if you are in the space, you're probably a creative. And so having different things is exciting and fun. So I guess we'll just dive in and kind of start with the first one, which is probably the most obvious one. So the way, you know, you can make money on social media, you know, Instagram is sponsored content. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's the main that's the main for way. both of us yeah yeah I would say so that's just essentially when 
a brand pays you to post on your social media and that's just based off your following, your engagement, your demographics, all your analytics and all Mm -hmm. that. It's pretty straightforward, but I feel like that's really the place where you have a lot of negotiating power. Yeah. And I think out of all of these, this is, you know, where the big money comes in with sponsored content. Um, You can really charge a lot. We've said this in a previous episode before, but you really get paid a lot because before influencer marketing was a thing, these companies would spend literally like hundred thousands of dollars like on marketing so much with money. ads, with billboards. And those price points are very high. I used to work in a marketing ad tech company um, and like minimum was 10,000 a month for one ad. So <laughs> there's a lot of money in that. Um, in influencer marketing, you're literally reaching your exact, well, you can reach your exact target demo. And that's why insights and analytics are so important to send to brands because that's how they you know decide how much they want to pay you based on if you are their exact target demographic if that makes sense yeah it's so interesting when you put it into that perspective because we're literally giving them essentially their dream audience yeah and with other tactics like billboards because I used to do like ads through billboards for these companies you literally don't know who you're reaching it's whoever drives by like and that's all you yeah. know you don't know like the and I ROI feel like that's like 50 percent like male 50 percent female because exactly you can't really you can base it off location that but that's still a guess but like still, you really yeah. don't know so with influencer marketing like think about it like you are giving these brands essentially like a very high ROI and you have the direct swipe up like in your stories so when you look at you're, it and like you're that, leading them literally directly to yeah. it whereas like a billboard there's no swipe up there's no discount no, code like there it's literally a billboard I feel like is just impressions yeah same with commercials like you don't even know if your audience is muting your commercial so like you could have that impression but they might not even be in the same room like it's all so that true. factored in Like influencer marketing is insane with ROI and that is why these companies pay so much money. Um, So that is a huge one. And yeah, and I feel like that's why you have such negotiating power when you Mm -hmm. are because you have the ability to explain it to a brand like, hey, you know, I'm doing all these things. I'm effectively an entire agency Mm -hmm. creating all this content for you. And, you know, then they get, the benefits of it without having to spend that ten thousand plus dollars. Exactly, exactly. So, bottom line, don't accept a lowball offer from brands. Um, yeah. What we're doing is very valuable, and the ROI can be so so high. So, so, yeah. I always like to make sure you know, like, if a brand isn't really understanding my rates, like, if you're saying I am going to be posting like a reels or a static image on my feed and then pushing my audience to my stories to swipe up and buy it or have the link also in your bio that's very valuable and you kind of just like have to break it down if the brand isn't really understanding like why your rates are so high um well even the impressions too like your impressions are going to be you know mostly a female audience whereas like you know the impressions on a billboard you have no idea Mm -hmm. yeah exactly they're still getting so much more through you Mm -hmm. than they would you know with that billboard so yeah anyways sponsored content that's the number way we make our number one way we make our money but there are so many other ways so 
The second one is content creation. Mm-hmm. Are you, do you do content? I know you're No, I actually just got, I actually there. just got like one that I'm really excited about. Yay. Um, it's actually, I don't know if I should say, I'll just tell you later. But um, yeah, I got my, fr- I don't really get that many content creation collaborations. Alyssa actually gets a lot. I think it's based on what kind of look they're going for, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I feel like you have that like tan, like model esque, like I know trying to grow my hair out so I can like have longer, luscious, like wavy curls, you know. Yeah. Vibe. (laughs) That vibe. Yeah. So content creation collabs, like, um, I don't know. I feel like mainly they come to you, but you can obviously yeah. also always pitch content creation to brands. Also, as and we have it on our um, our rate sheet, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Always, I think we just have it as like content creation available upon request because I feel like mm-hmm. the pricing on that is so different based off the project that the brand is wanting. But content creation basically is when the brands will pay you to create content specifically for them and you don't have to post on your social channels at all. So that could be something like videos, ads, Mm -hmm. photos for their websites. And this is where you're going to be charging that usage rate because say, you know, you're creating content for their website, they're using that to drive sales. Or if they're using that on their newsletter or their email marketing, they're using your content to drive sales. Like I recently just did a video for Fabletics and I didn't have to post on my channels or anything. And it was just to talk about and promote their new um, pickup in store feature. So I just created a really cute video from home of me, you know, using the online process and then going into the store and picking up my order. And it was a really fun project. And I love Fabletics as a brand and I love working with them. So it was really cool that they reached out to me to do that. Yeah, I feel like it's so definitely that's kind of less example. pressure also because you're not right, posting you this to, on like, your feed. Perform. There's no yeah. like, performance aspect to it. Yeah, I mean, it's really like they will tell you what kind of images they want. Usually they'll send you yeah. like some examples from your own Instagram and you kind of just have to create the same type of vibe for them, but you're not posting it to your audience. So it is going to be a lot less than your sponsored content rates. Um, it's mainly just you're taking into account the time that it takes you to shoot the content with your rates. So, um, I think it can be anywhere from like what, 50 to a hundred dollars an hour. Oh yeah, definitely. I Cause I say. feel like you can, that's like charging essentially like a modeling fee. Cause I feel right. like the standard is at least a hundred dollars an hour. So like there's that plus like the editing and you know your hair your makeup if you have to travel somewhere that's time as well mm-hmm. so things like that and then you know hopefully being able to charge a monthly rate that they're using that content for um you know some brands will do that sometimes right. they won't but you your just kind of have rates. to like negotiate and figure out the sweet spot for both of you but yeah i feel like it's nice cuz you know some brands will do like monthly content creation yeah which and you're cool. saving brands money. Like so they don't have money. to hire a model, a photographer, a studio. Like you're rent literally out a just studio. shooting it yourself. Yeah, makeup artist, hairstylist. Like, yeah, like you're like a like what's it called? I'm like trying to think of the word, but I can't. Like you're like a all 
all a package. Yeah, you're like, like an a, all-inclusive package. Yes, yes. You're like so you're doing all the it. work, obviously. So obviously keep that in mind because it might sound crazy when a brand's like, we want to spend like we want you to shoot these three looks. Like we'll pay you five hundred dollars, or if they try to lowball you, but it should be. Um, just take into account like the time. Okay. Like how much time yeah. is it going to take you to shoot? Cause if they're asking for like six looks, like three photos per look, like that's a lot of time and effort on your part. So make sure you're getting paid for that. I would say, um, like for one look, maybe three shots. I feel like one look would be what? 30 minutes to an hour. <laughs> Yeah, it depends. Like I remember I had to do content creation for a brand and they wanted me to like reshoot, but I had followed the exact brief that they had sent me and gave Mm -hmm. them images exactly that they asked for. And for some reason they didn't like it. And I was like, that's, I did exactly what you told me to do. So they wanted me to reshoot, which is fine. I just add that time on. Right. So you charge them for the reshoot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, keep that in mind. Um, Yeah, so I think like content creation is another thing. Like if you feel like you're creative and you have an eye for it, mm -hmm. because some people I feel like are really, really good at it and they may not have like the biggest following on Instagram, but their content is like on point and they're really strong with it or they're, they're a photographer and they're really good with that too. So content creation can definitely be another way to make money. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's a great way to make money, honestly. And I feel like the more you do it, the more maybe other brands will notice it or you can put it in your bio. And I feel like brands will come across that and notice that you have like content creator or content creation. I think we I think you have content creator. So having something like that in your bio, first of all, they could look you up through SEO. Like if they type in San Diego content creator um, and your profile pops up, that's one way they could find you and reach out to you. Um, or you can just reach out and make sure they know that you also offer content creation. Yeah. I feel like a lot of like smaller boutiques are pretty open to Mm -hmm. it. So yeah, you can always pitch it that way. Like maybe just ask them if they're interested in any content creation or if they ever need it, you'd love to work with them or be available for that. And I think that's a good way to kind of put yourself out there. Yeah. So for sure, you know, just living out all of our like modeling girl dreams like I know little, right like and you want to be a model watching we took like modeling America's classes. Tech top model Alyssa and I yes, separately I took a scam. as kids <laughs> took, took a scam modeling course I hope those aren't still I around literally saved up all my allowance to pay so for sad. it and like my parents literally went with me to some of these meetings to like meet the people but there were definitely red flags but at the time obviously like didn't know and I was like yeah oh, I want to be a model so I'm gonna make this happen yeah you're like I'm gonna go for my lol yeah I went to like a runway walking class and it's like lol obviously we're like five two like we're not gonna be (laughs) runway models but it's fine we're living out our modeling dreams through content creation (laughs) exactly so and then I feel like just on the side of content creation there is modeling as Mm -hmm. an option too where agencies or brands will reach out to you and be like hey like we're doing a photo shoot on these dates would you be available to model and I think a lot of people that get this part confused if you're modeling you're not charging usage rights because the brand is using their photographer to take the photos if that makes sense 
Yeah, that actually So you just show really up and you model. So if all you're doing is showing up and taking pictures and you're not posting or and you're not taking the photos, then you just are doing modeling. And I would say the typical standard rate for something like that is minimum like $100 an mm-hmm. hour. That's pretty like standard in the industry. And then if you feel like you're really good or you have extra experience, like feel free to charge more. Sometimes brands won't have that budget and they'll want to charge a little less, but might gift you extra clothing, whatever. Yeah. Just kind of feel it out and make sure it's worth your time. But definitely $100 an hour, I would say, is like pretty standard. Yeah, definitely. I haven't done that yet like that you know modeling job I think you've done quite a few I feel like people in New York I've seen do it recently yeah they're I feel like, like hiring it's really picking up their models like for the their kind brands of seems like yeah. intense that would be really intimidating I know I'd be really nervous but I it looks really really cool I'm sure LA does a lot of that but I don't know I feel like influencers get modeling jobs in New York more so than in LA Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely seen those things popping up too, which is really cool, but yeah, definitely a lot more pressure. I feel like cause I you're like, you're not, you're working with a photographer. You don't really know. Like it's different right. than like shooting with your friends, being able to look at your camera and go through I photos know. and be like, okay, like take a couple more. Like they want you to just be like on. Yeah. And like, you don't even get a say of what, you know, yeah. photos they use. So yeah, I mean, definitely out of like your comfort zone, but it, would be a really cool opportunity that's something yeah there's like this one agency in San Diego that I work with a lot it's called Mm -hmm. cool girl connection and you guys if you're in San Diego you can follow their page because they're always posting about different opportunities yeah and all of her opportunities I'm pretty sure are paid so that's really cool Um, and I've gotten some really good like paid gigs through her so she's amazing it's a really cool agency to work with so that's always something less intimidating I'd say yeah yeah yeah, for sure like she's really fun and I love the photographer too so just a really good time plus you get to get paid which is amazing Mm -hmm. so and I think it just helps like build connections you're like building connections with the brand you're building connections with the photographer the agency so it's like if the agency gets more work you know and they need someone they'll think of you and all of that so I think that's just another really cool way to make you know a couple hundred dollars here and there and everything really adds up so Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. So yeah. Wow. I feel like <laughs> it's I know. already been a long time and we still have so much to tell you guys. Okay. We thought this was gonna be a short episode. And I know we we're like every okay, episode's gonna minutes. be a short yeah. episode. And, and then we just not, get chatting. So. Okay. So next one is affiliate marketing. And I feel like for some people this is like huge. Yeah. Some people <laughs> make And by affiliate marketing, that really falls into the like to know it girls or the, you know, like to know it platform. Or Um, anything like similar to that. I'm like blanking on the other ones. Like there's one called like, is there like shop style or something? Oh yeah. Shop style. But I think the main one is like to know it reward style. Right. And they just rebranded into just like to know it. So yeah. Yeah. That one's a good one. Um, yeah, we've heard of people making like 10k a month through this. You know, yeah, that's like you takes, have a really good audience. It takes a certain audience for sure, but you can really honestly train your audience to become really um 
I don't know. You can really train your audience to always shop your links on like to know it, follow you on like to know it and see like your posts and kind of just trust your opinion. Obviously you need to have a very like trustworthy, trustworthy recommendations with what you're putting on like to know it. I think that's really how you can train your audience quote unquote, but um, obviously, you know, posting consistently with your links, um, always linking things through like to know it. And, um, I don't know, just being really honest and not being too addy, if that makes sense. Or like pushy. Yeah. Yeah. Just like really yeah, I feel like what you genuinely love. Yeah. I feel like we both have kind of started getting into it a little mm-hmm. more. I've been trying. It's definitely an extra step. So I also For have to sure. train myself to do it because yeah. it's so much easier just to go straight to your link. Like not And this commission link. is like very small commission. Yeah. Like it's like like a like cents to like maybe a few dollars per mm-hmm. item depending on the retailer. But if you are converting and you have like a high conversion rate or your audience does really like really likes the product, then that like adds up, I feel like. Yeah, definitely adds up. And obviously if you're linking like higher ticketed items like some people yeah. link their couches I've seen and yes obviously link, that's um, like I think Gucci's K. on there too like you can link yeah from Gucci or there oh, are like right. sites like um like Shopbop or stuff like that mm-hmm. that sometimes they carry designer and you can like link through there yeah so always linking your higher ticketed items I feel like is a great way to make money through that yeah um and also really another opportunity. Yeah. They also have a new collaboration platform through like to know it too, which is another great way to make money. And it's pretty seamless. I just finished a collab with, um, reward style. Like, to know yeah, it. it just, They're I guess. Same I, yeah. Now. It's the same thing now. So like to know it, but they do have a collaboration portal on there now. So if you're not already on like to know it, I would make an account just so you um, have access to that. But also I think the collaboration that I got, they gave you access to it. So I don't think you necessarily need to have an account, but we definitely recommend it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I say this, but I have no idea. I feel like it helps you if you have an account, Mm -hmm. they'll give you them, but I personally haven't really gotten a collaboration mm-hmm. on reward style yet. And I don't know why, because I don't know what they're like looking for specifically. Yeah, I don't know. Cause so I it's never really, really weird. used to use it, but it pushed me. And to I feel like I've gotten, more. yeah, I feel like I've kind of gotten two requests, but they didn't turn into anything at all. And they weren't mm-hmm. like huge brands or anything. So not uh, yeah. sure. So, but I yeah. mean, it's definitely another potential opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, to yeah, make money. 100%. So definitely commissions and linking things I feel like the one thing for me is I don't really shop at a lot of linkable places because I like to shop like small boutiques or small businesses right. or whatever so that's kind of hard but yeah, not when I do shop there. yeah when I do shop like I guess like just the standard places then that's when I'll try to link things mm-hmm. yeah so it costs money I think it's like a monthly fee for these brands to be on like to know it and on these other platforms so not all boutiques or places are on these platforms but I think like Zara like everything from Target Sephora Ulta you know furniture all of that is on there yeah a lot of it is but you know a lot of like small businesses can't afford that so they're not yeah which I don't blame them so and I guess like on that note as well just 
you know, signing up for platforms for collaborations yeah. is a great way to start getting collaborations because, you know, I feel like it takes a certain takes a while kind of to be getting these consistent flows of emails from brands, um, you know, offering to pay you. So I feel like starting out with signing up for platforms like Aspire IQ is really great. Um, Four, I think has really good ones. Um, What other ones? Honestly, I think those are like the two main ones I would say. I think there's one called obviously I've never had a paid collaboration through them. But that's another one. I'm trying to think. If we think of other ones, we can just put it on our story on the Instagram. But signing up for platforms is great because you're literally directly connected to the brands on the platform. And don't be discouraged, by the way, if you don't get immediately like a ton of collaborations because I would say they're not that common to get. Like I don't get them all the time. I don't know if maybe they're you know, focusing on smaller creators, maybe on those platforms, but I don't get a ton on the platforms, but it's a great place to start. And obviously like a great place to make extra income. Yeah. I think it's so nice too. when like you get one through a platform cause you didn't really have to do that much work for it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's like, yes, it's secure. Like, it feels very secure too. And then, you know, like it has to be legit because the, right. the platform is like, you know, has a relationship with the brand. So it's like, I feel like you have like a confidence that you're going to get paid. Oh, totally. And it's very usually a seamless process. Like you submit your links, submit your content, and then you immediately get paid usually, which is so ideal. I love Aspire IQ. I truly wish that I got more collaborations through the platform because they have such a quick and easy process. I absolutely love working with them, but I think so many people are on the platform that they have just so many people to choose from. So, um, and those that like aspires the one where you can apply, whereas like some platforms you can't. Mm -hmm. How's four? Do you apply or not really? No. So four is the one where they send you a campaign. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like all the platforms are different, but it's good to be on them because if you do get one, that could be like, good chunk of change right Mm -hmm. there you know that you weren't pitching or you weren't really expecting which is really nice yeah and you kind of know that these brands do have a budget because they have to have a pretty hefty budget to be on the platform in the first place like I'm pretty sure it's like a 5k to 10k a monthly charge to be on the platform so they usually are willing to pay like a good rate yeah definitely so I like being on platforms. I know you're like hesitant. I'm like coming first, more we're around to there. it because you do have to connect your Instagram and I just get so nervous connecting Instagram to anything, but For I me, have been like, good in the past is, few months. I feel like if you're connecting through like on your desktop, like on the computer and it's going through Facebook, then it's like pretty legit. But it's yeah. like it's like when you're connecting to like An apps app, on your yeah. phone, that's where I think you're it gets right. a little iffy, but I'm pretty sure like Facebook has to approve the website that you're linking to. Mm -hmm. So it's like obviously you wouldn't be able to do it if Instagram didn't approve it. Yeah, you know, you're right. I've been a lot, you know, more at ease with that. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the next one is kind of I feel like a controversial one because I feel like some people don't really do this anymore but some people are still I feel like big it's on coming it. back honestly I see and this I feel like it era is coming, coming back, back too 
and it's a blog Mm -hmm. and I feel like I've been seeing more brands asking for blog posts yeah I've noticed that in the past few weeks too blog posts like having your own website for your brand for your Instagram or for your personal name like it can be your name or your Instagram name I feel like honestly I'm gonna start doing my blog again I feel like it's fun like it's more of a oh yeah I love doing my blog yeah and I feel like I understand why brands would want a blog post because it's kind of just this entire thing written written by you on your blog and it's like permanent yeah it's permanent you put for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Your link's in there and you're good, you know? Like, I don't know, you can tell your, tell a story through it, you know? Yeah, it, like, doesn't expire like stories do or, like, I feel like I don't really archive posts. Like, some yeah. people might archive their Instagram posts. Like, I don't archive anything that's on my blog. Yeah, I feel like it's fun to have a website. Like, I, I feel like I've seen from bigger creators blogs are coming back and websites are coming back. Having a monthly newsletter is something I feel like that could be so lucrative and just you know, creating a lot of potential for more collaborations if you offer to put them in the monthly newsletter, you know, because then you're kind of like sending it out to your audience and you're like, oh, I'm going to send this out in my monthly newsletter of my favorites and stuff like that. So I think there's a lot of potential and different like avenues through a blog that you can make money. So I think this just motivated me to revamp my blog. I mean, (laughs) I feel like we know this one girl who makes bank Mm-hmm. off her blog oh, and I yeah, think yeah, she yeah. has like 50,000 plus like right. monthly views and that's like huge. the whole SEO thing too if you factor that into your blog then you're set because you get a lot of page hits but yeah this girl makes a lot of money through it well and I feel t- like too like people who are going on your blog are like actively searching like they're looking for right. something you're not just know like about scrolling you. across the blog and then you're like oh look like you're like googling like how to land a collaboration and then blog posts pop up and then Mm -hmm. you know that's where you start reading or travel guides or whatever so I feel like that's just like a really good opportunity and then I've seen too and I've never done this but people place ads on their yeah I don't know how to do that but yeah you can definitely I don't know if I like how that looks but yeah it's definitely another like revenue option yeah I wonder if that's like through google ads or something I know I think so space but Yeah, I feel like you've been doing a good job with your blog and being consistent again. But yeah, we definitely recommend, you know, revamping your blog if it's, you know, in the archives for you like it is for me. But I think that's something that is definitely coming back around. Yeah, I feel like if you don't have one, I think it'd be a good time to kind of start one and just kind of brand yourself. Like I have this amazing girl who who did my my first brand set and then my Mm -hmm. rebrand and I like love how it looks she was really cool to work with um and I just like love the aesthetic of my blog so that's why I feel like I like being on it fun 
And so, it's like pretty affordable to find people like that. And you're just supporting, yeah, you know, other another small people. business yeah. or another creator. So it's mm-hmm. definitely worth it. And it's just like so nice to be able to put everything that you have in one place. So it's right. like, I have like my YouTube channel linked, my business, my small business linked, like our podcast linked, like so mm-hmm. many things are all just in this one spot. And so it's like, if Instagram were to go away for, you know, however long, like where would you, where would your presence be online and like where could people find you? And, you know, having a website I think is really cool. And I think brands are going to really start to tap into that more. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely Especially like with too. links and ROI and all that's like really important to brands. So definitely hop on that. We both use Squarespace and mm-hmm. we love it. Super easy to build a website on Squarespace and you can kind of, you know, just build it and then adjust as you go. But it's a very, very user-friendly website. Yeah. Um, and great for beginners. Yeah. Like we had this debate, not debate, but we like talked about yeah, this like on Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty much like a debate. WordPress or Squarespace and we definitely recommend Squarespace because it's very user friendly and recommended Squarespace or you'll buy WordPress and then switch to Squarespace because it's so much easier if you're a beginner WordPress is like if you're like an expert and you want to get very customized in what you're doing and you have experience like with code yeah I mean it's so it is cheaper when you're looking at them side by side but Squarespace is just a lot more user-friendly and kind of worth it in the end because WordPress, the price that it is, is like for the very basics. And then if you want to learn and teach yourself code, that's how you get more customizable. But you really have to put the time in because I I bought WordPress thinking I was going to build out my entire company website on it and thought I was going to like learn code and get into it. But it really takes so much time. So I ended up just you know, eating that money and then buying Squarespace because it's just so much easier and it saves you time. So I know a lot of people are curious about that and you'll definitely see different things online. But if you're, you know, not looking to spend a lot of time and effort on your blog, but still make it look very, very nice, we recommend Squarespace. Yeah, 100%. And I think just having a blog at the end of the day, like it's that space that you own and that's Mm -hmm. yours and, you know, no one can really take that from you. And I think that's the important fact about it. Yeah, no, I totally agree. There's also some discount codes, by the way. Uh, We don't have one, but I know some of the podcasts I listen to do, like Morning Toast. Yeah, they definitely have one, but I don't remember what it is. Yeah, high score space. We would love to work with you. Okay. (laughs) Maybe we should pitch them. Yeah honestly okay okay so the (laughs) next way to make money is create a brand and I feel like we've both done this Mm -hmm. yeah we have both created our own personal brands we definitely recommend doing this um I feel like it's usually everyone's next step that they want to do um just because like you know you create this audience online and they and if you do it well, like you create a very engaged community, they do want to support what you're doing next with, you know, your platform. So Alyssa has Summer Buns, which is her trendy yeah. accessories company. So then, mine is a product-based brand. Mm-hmm. So essentially I'm selling a product to generate sales. And then what you do is service-based. Service-based, so which doing is her marketing influence strategy. Social media. Yeah. So it's totally There's different. So many like, different things. Yeah. So many different things you can do, honestly. Um, 
Yeah. I feel like a lot of people do it too. I don't think you have to like have a certain following to Mm -hmm. start one. Like I think people think like, oh, when I hit 100K, like I'll start a brand. Yeah. Oh, when I reach this benchmark, like I'll start it. Like if you have an idea and you see that there's like a space in the industry for it, like I would say just do it. And I feel like a lot of people started that um, in quarantine. Yeah. Like you started seeing a bunch of like businesses came up girls starting their small businesses and I was like yes like you know obviously our girlfriend Riley started candles and clay and like oh right so many people started like small boutiques during quarantine typically depending on what you do it's a pretty small investment for what the potential could be and I just feel like again like the blog that's something that you own and no one can take that away from you so definitely have that in the back of your head um I feel like as creatives you probably more than likely have something that you do want to do or if you like you know starting a business um on the side is always on our minds I feel like so definitely recommend doing that because that can be a very you know yeah it's like what do you like to do like do you like like with you, like you doing a service base. So you're, you love social media. So you're mm-hmm. helping other people with social media mm-hmm. and like, you know, making their social media better. And I'm doing a product base, which means I'm doing sales because I like selling things. And I think it's just really fun to have like my own little brand. And like, it's definitely not a huge thing for me. It's definitely kind of just a hobby on the side. And it's one of those things where, mm-hmm. I kind of see like whatever I put into it is what I get out of it. So I definitely have slow months with it. Some months are really good with it. It's very up and down, but at the end of the day, it is extra income. So, I mean, that's, what's really cool about it. Yeah. And a lot can also come out of it too. You also just get like really fun opportunities. (sighs) Yeah. And I think like, obviously there's us starting a podcast Um, we're not monetizing it yet, but like, obviously that's kind of the goal is to grow this platform and audience with you guys who like Mm -hmm. to listen and then be able to monetize, you know, through sponsored ads, like a lot of podcasts do, but they do it with brands that they love and that like are, I guess, relatable to your niche. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So you could start a podcast um, I don't know how long it takes to start monetizing. Um, yeah, well, we're still trying to figure that out. Um, we're still navigating that part, But also, but- I think it's more important that we're starting the podcast and it's not even with the intent to make money. Like, we genuinely right. love this so much. Like, we were doing it through Clubhouse and then it kind of just, like, happened with the podcast. But... I think it is pretty important obviously with like starting a blog and Instagram like you're not going to make money right away so it does have to be something that you want to put a lot of time and effort into to actually make money from it yeah and then lastly just for us we have like our little event planning company in San Diego called Mm -hmm. bloggers by the beach and we host small ish events for bloggers and you know we generate ticket sales that way and we can Uh you know, use that money to make a really cool event, which is our plan. So we really want to plan like a summer. I feel like it'll kind of be like an end of summer. Yeah. An end of summer bash. Maybe that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Get on that. But coming soon. That's like, but it's another way to make Yeah. And it's something that we actually built together and we all met as bloggers. So creating something with your blogger friends, I feel like can be really great. Um, 
just because I feel like once again, this industry is so creative and a lot of cool things can come out of it. Um, so yeah, that's, I think that's it for that. Yeah. So I feel like just like closing out, creating a brand, there are so Mm -hmm. many different things that you can do. So you just have to find what you're passionate about and what makes you happy and what you want to do. And then when you make money doing it, it's just really cool. Yeah. It's just an added bonus. (laughs) Exactly. Like, cause it's like you would have already done it regardless. Yeah, totally. So next on the list, we have other social platforms, obviously. Um, so like YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, can you make money on Pinterest? I think, can you get I think, sponsored? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I guess um, you can add that to oh, your yeah. rate sheet, actually. I feel like on my rate sheet, I have a pin for like $100, but Pinterest is starting to do brand collabs. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then building up your other platforms while you're focusing on People your main one. People get paid on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, TikTok. Paid. I don't, I mean, YouTube has always been a very, <coughs> YouTube has been always very you know you can make a lot of money on youtube but it does take a lot of time to kind of build up your community on there i feel like it's a lot of consistency and a lot of time to put in with editing and creating the videos in general so but i mean the youtubers that i used to watch like made so much money and the youtubers who are still doing it now make so much money but i feel like yeah tiktok is very up and coming like people Mm -hmm. make a lot of money there and pinterest i've heard of girls like getting like like four to five figure brand collaborations on there and I don't know on if it's Pinterest? the brand side or the Pinterest side yeah I've, I've told you about them yeah wow huge so yeah I think oh, Pinterest yeah, I is an up-and-coming right. opportunity too mm-hmm. so if that's something that you're interested in yeah it's a very like it, you know? interesting platform I feel like people are like trying to figure out how to you know, grow their platform on Pinterest and a lot of people are getting verified. So I feel like this is a good time to focus on that platform because they're verifying a lot of creators. And I think that just like legitimizes you, of course, to brands when they see your Pinterest platform and Pinterest profile. I feel like 2021 is like all these platforms are focusing on creators. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like creating programs or incentives or programs or just things like that are focused around the creator because I think they're all realizing like creators are what keep people. Of course. Yeah. It makes it more relatable. Because it's all user generated content. So you need the creators putting out content so that you have the other people who can consume it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it saves them money to think about. Yeah. Yeah. They need a way to keep everyone entertained so and I think we've talked about it before but like user generated content does a lot better than like curated Mm -hmm. perfected brand content yeah like it's more relatable and you'll get more clicks or more saves or more sales or whatever the case because like I definitely buy something when I see someone else wear it and it looks good in them but I don't buy it when I see it on the model on the website because that's not how I look so just another thing to think about with that and then Another way is like Poshmark. I know some people have like it's controversial or people have like certain feelings about it. But for me personally, I just don't think that like it's fair for brands to expect us to keep everything we're gifted from every brand ever or from every collaboration ever. Like there's just not enough space for that. And I didn't so, even know it was controversial. Yeah, like some in some of my contracts I've seen, like you're not allowed to oh, resell really? the product. 
Yeah, I've signed I mean, a couple contracts like that, which sense. I get. But, but like at the they end should of the have day, a like, certain time. You can't keep everything. Like I signed, I don't, th- I didn't really sign a contract, but it was like part of the program with this makeup brand that's very popular. And it mm-hmm. says like you can't sell their product, and they send you product monthly, and it's like a lot of product. And I'm like, what am I supposed yeah, to like, do with all this product? I'm not going to use it all. You know, so I'm assuming you could do like giveaways or gifted or whatever. They just don't want you like reselling it on Poshmark, I guess. But yeah, like at the end of the day, too, like we still have to make money. And like, especially if brands aren't wanting to pay at our rate, like that's just another way that we can do that, whether it's, you know, posting it on Poshmark and making a couple extra bucks. Like we're not making like that much money on Poshmark. You know what no, I mean? Yeah. Poshmark is a really great platform. I need to start. Um, posting it's so hit or miss I feel like it is um, you there's can make this a lot of thing. money though yeah I, there's this new thing that I started doing I told you about it's with this girl she started a oh, right. like resale business for blogger clothes mm-hmm. and I think it's called oh, that's another detour, good way detour shop or detour co mm-hmm. and yeah so you can like just give her as a creator if you have extra clothes you give her the clothes and she'll post it on her website and then she'll do all the work so she takes 20 percent, but she does all the work so she takes the picture she posts it she sells it and then she ships it so it's like saves you a bunch of time so instead of you doing it on Poshmark she does it on her website and I feel like that could be like an extra one two three hundred bucks a month as well so it's like you know yeah and some people even hire legit just Poshmark assistants because (laughs) you can you can really make a lot of money on it but it is like such tedious work because you do have to individually like there's no way you can bulk upload these things so it is tedious, yeah. but yeah, obviously you can make and a like lot of take money. good photos because I feel like it's important to take good photos when you're posting because that's when it sells. So yeah, yeah, it's a lot of work, but like I feel like if like sometimes I feel like I go through like good months and bad months. Like sometimes I'll go through a month where I don't sell anything, and then mm-hmm. like I'll have another month where I'll sell like three to four hundred dollars. Yeah, it's and you're just like, crazy. what the heck? So. But yeah, I mean, that's just another way. And like, again, all of this income adds up. So you, you're you adding your Poshmark, maybe your affiliates, you know, maybe a content creation collab you got. And there's like $1,000 right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, So exactly. it's just another way to really make money. And I guess we can just move on to the next one mm-hmm. is providing a service. So that could be anything like coaching, offering coaching, um, I do that on the side sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, courses. I'm so sad. I used to have a course and yeah, I, I don't anymore, but I think I'm gonna, yeah, sadly lost all the videos, but I think I'm going to turn it into like an ebook because I yeah, still have all the documents. Really so I might do, do something it. like that, but you guys let us know, like, do you like courses? Do you like ebooks? Do you like coaching? Like, cause those are other ways too. If you feel like you're an expert mm-hmm. in something, to monetize that and help other people kind of get to where you are because I remember when I was starting out I was like I want to mentor I want to be mentored by someone who's at a place where I want to be yeah you know and I want to learn from them and I want tips and tricks and I want them to kind of help me get there and I took that route and I felt like it was very beneficial you know up to a certain point where I was doing it on my own yeah exactly it can definitely be very beneficial um and especially if you're already committing to you know 
building your platform on Instagram, you obviously have the knowledge and you're putting in the time to learn more about social media. So you can really help other like local people in your area, friends and family doing their Instagram and charging for that. I think a lot of people do like freelance social media help. So that's another really great way to make some money on the side. Yeah, I think that kind of goes along with like what we were talking about with our brands and how you have a service based mm-hmm. brand is like, yeah, really like just getting maybe a couple clients a month that mm-hmm. are paying you 500 to a thousand dollars a month just based on the services that you're providing. And yeah. that'll give you like a good base rate that you can expect every month. And yeah, then you and don't like really have through to stress those if that clients, uh huh. Through those clients, you get, like, so many referrals, I feel like, because everyone's just constantly, yeah. like, oh, like, literally one of my clients yes. just gave me her hair salon. Like, she's, like, my hair salon, like, really, like, needs someone to do their social media. I told her about you while she was doing my hair, and, like, now she wants you to do her website and her social media. And I'm, like, oh, like, this was so unexpected and random. So and it's you like never you know even where those looking. are going to go. No. Yeah. I, honestly, I feel like you guys, I have not had based. one – I did not do any outreach, which is a little bit insane. Um, I swear, like, clients and referrals go such a long way. Yeah. Yeah. So, and just, like, making it known that you're doing that so people have you top of mind, um, especially if they know anyone. The other day, too, I was going to tell you this. You should have on your website, like, a a client page. You know what I mean? Like, listing your, like, clients. I know I like need to start I need to start that again I've just been honestly I've been focusing so much on Instagram lately but um yeah, yeah. I need to put, but that's I need what's to great about that. this is like you can decide like where you want to put your time and focus exactly you know and, and one month that. might be really great for one avenue of money and then another month might be better somewhere else yeah which is why that's it's so, so great to have that because like say you're having a slow month on Instagram then you have those other focus things other carrying things. Yeah. you and you don't have to like really stress about it, which is so because nice. you don't have a boss like looking over you and forcing you to do it. You know, it's kind of like all on your own time. And you, I think you work harder and better with that in mind. Yeah. Well, especially since you're like supporting yourself. Right. And, like you don't really have a choice. Money is up to you. You're yeah. like you are motivated that way as opposed to like trying to build someone else's business like that doesn't benefit you, you don't in really the long run about. and you're always replaceable yeah. but exactly. we could talk about that forever <laughs> so and then we're almost done with our list but the next one's really <laughs> short it's just presets I feel like that used to be mm-hmm. so 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 popular it used to be a huge and, thing like huge but I feel like I was thinking about it and I feel like I still see creators doing oh. this well, Nitsan, she's yeah. Nitsan Raider. Honestly, I love the presets that she came out with. I yeah, feel like her presets really used cute. to be, yeah, presets used to be so big, but I think they're gonna come back and like at a smaller scale with, not a smaller, but like scale, a more, more like, like neutral. natural. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like even girls like um, McCall Mitchell, like very mm. colorful, bright, like they have presets that's, too. Yeah, but those and that's ones like do photographer like really well vibes. Too. Or not photographer yeah. vibes, maybe more like travel blogger vibes. I feel like travel bloggers always have like yeah. a pretty colorful preset. But then for bloggers, I think right now, I mean, there's always stages like or phases. I remember when yeah. presets were really big when we first started. It was the very like, I don't even know how I to like describe it. I like bought a couple. Oh, I, I did too. I bought a couple because I was like, okay, I need to make my photos look cohesive. And, and they were like always doing it. so bright. Like they were super oh, bright. And yes. I don't even remember like. 
you just couldn't you had to like base your outfit around your preset like I remember we we were talking about this like I couldn't wear green or I don't even I can't remember what the preset was but I remember I couldn't wear green or anything neon because it wouldn't come out in my preset yeah (laughs) but now they're a lot more natural and and like you don't really know how to edit at this point so it's like you just want to throw a preset on and then be done yeah so I definitely have one that is just pretty natural just kind of enhances the photo and I have kind of adjusted it to enhance my sunsets and make them more pink but other than that that's pretty much all I do but it is a really great form of income like you yeah I I feel like if you're someone where people are like asking you all the time like how do you edit your photos like if you're mm-hmm. getting that dm that question a lot then that might be a sign you might like, as well hey, sell like, it maybe sell it and i feel like people stopped really selling them at like really expensive rates and they're like yeah super i think affordable they're like now. what 12 bucks usually for one yeah like you maybe 30 maybe 50 bucks yeah like i remember yeah, maybe when 30, they were 50. going for like a hundred plus oh my god yeah that was like the jc marie smith phase i don't know if you yes. like do you know who that is? Yeah, she was selling her presets for so much money. I remember. I think I. But I feel I like, I to I her credit, remember. she's like an actual photographer and yeah, has like that yeah. experience and whatnot. But like, there are girls who are like not at that level, like just literally using the preset they used on yeah. Lightroom I mean, or whatever, and then like selling. Yeah. That. Like I loved her preset, but and that was truly the norm back then. Like it was, I think, yes. usually like a four pack or something for a hundred. I want to say, and people bought it. Like it was fine, and it was very helpful and cute. Like very cute at the time. Um, but yeah, definitely something to think about. Yep, just another way to make money. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, and then last one on this list. This one is kind of related to Poshmark, but a little Mm -hmm. different. If you like to clean out your closet at a more, at a quicker rate, I feel like, or you don't like things sitting, that like Buffalo Exchange or Plato's Closet is really great to make some extra cash just because you don't have to take the time to list everything. You just obviously throw it in a bag and take it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they really like blogger clothes because I feel like, well, for us, like we keep the tags on our clothes. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that really is a bad habit. I feel like, but it like raises the value when you go to resell something yeah, no, because it, it essentially looks like new with tags because you worn it yeah. once for a photo and, and then we'll you're done it with once, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think obviously you, you're not going to get as much as you would on Poshmark, you know, because yeah. they so kind of kinda... like give you the lower rates because they have like the whole store credit thing or cash. But if you want to make quick cash, you want to clear out your closet, you know, get rid of the piles in your house. I think the other week I took two bags two full trash bags of clothes and I think I left with a little over like 200 bucks yeah you know? I like and if this, you did like, something yes if you do this like maybe once a month at 200 bucks a month for the year that's an extra 2400 dollars in your pocket yeah and which like, is like that so goes a good. long way that's like your yeah. money eating out for the month you know or you know kind of <laughs> that could like be like just rent extra money yeah towards rent towards your gas towards food like yeah uh-huh I would usually I would take your clothes that you don't like mind as much if you're gonna get a smaller amount for it yeah to buffalo and then obviously you know like revolve or something I would probably try to sell on 
Poshmark because people will pay more for that. And Buffalo Exchange, like, will literally pay you, like, I don't think they really know what Revolve is, but I feel like Buffalo really likes, um, or at least the Buffalo we go to, really likes the Australian labels. Yeah, like Princess Polly they love. Yep. Like Um, Verge Girl. mm -hmm. All that kind of stuff. They really yeah. love, like, Shopo. They, like, always love those brands. So that's just another way, like, to clear out your house, to keep your closet moving. And I really like the thought of, like, reselling and being more sustainable that way because then someone yeah, else is going to buy it and it'll find a new closet, you know? Yeah, and if they don't buy it, you can just give it to them to donate. So that's also a really great option. Yeah. I mean, you're not so making money overall, from that, but, like, still, it's... But you're um, trying to, good. like, clear out anyways, and yeah. obviously donating, it's going to, like, help someone who isn't as fortunate, you know, have clothes, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's my last resort. Once I go through my Poshmark and my Buffalo, then I'll just put everything in a bag, and I will donate it to the local women's shelter, you know, just to, you know, make sure those yeah. clothes go to, like, a loving place where someone yeah, will, you know, who needs it more than I do can Mm -hmm. use it as opposed to it just sitting in my closet yeah you know so we love that's a wrap Plato's closet yeah like we just said but yeah yeah we thought this episode was gonna be like 30 minutes now literally thought we were gonna get through it in like 20 minutes and then like have to like stretch it but (gasps) I guess we're just learning that we could really talk about anything we really can we love talking about this stuff and I feel like this episode was honestly very helpful, especially honestly, it gave you such like, a some good peace. topic. Yeah, because yeah. Like, or some ideas too on just how to like yeah. generate some more income if this is something that like you're really interested in or something you really want to pursue or like you have to convince your parents that like exactly. this is a good plan. You can like write this out and like figure out how much you can make per month on average from each category, and then you know present that total and be like mom dad it's gonna be okay look I can make more yeah, doing this than I do at my job that I don't like that I have to go to for eight hours a day um you guys yeah I literally have already made my nine to five salary from last year and it was in July when I made it so um like way over so okay not like your over, month like, do you make your monthly or your annual no I already made the annual that I would have yeah. made from my nine to five job which is like insane because I literally hated that job and I sat at a desk doing something that I did okay I didn't hate it if anyone's listening for my job (laughs) I didn't hate it it was just like not what I wanted to do it wasn't fulfilling it was not fulfilling and I had like I knew that I had so much more potential with what I could do on social media and so I just like was not having a good time and it took so much for me to quit honestly I was so scared but I hope this like makes anyone a little bit more um I don't know what the word is like hopeful or you know gives you a little bit more peace with if there's you a do light at the end job, of the tunnel yeah because I just like I cannot even imagine staying at that job and being so scared and knowing what I know now like it's just and, like insane, being so stressed and like having to like only shoot content on the weekends or yeah. like miss like networking or like events or like other ways to be able to grow your brand that you yeah, like have exactly. the opportunity to do now Exactly. There's it. Okay. And also like the biggest thing is there's literally no cap to how much you can make. Like 
there is so much money out there and I feel like being in this industry you really realize that and you're like oh my god it's insane some of these marketing jobs specifically because I think a lot of people do marketing in this industry like the nine to five marketing jobs just pay so low and just knowing how much money is actually out there that these companies have to spend um, is crazy and it's just great to know that there's literally no cap to how much you can make like if you hustle you can make so much money and just know that (laughs) Yeah, so hopefully this helps like motivate you guys or just help you kind of understand how content creators or people on social media make money and just knowing that there's multiple streams of income and most of the time there isn't just one platform that someone's making money on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think this is like really cool. It's just honestly inspiring me just looking at this list. I know. I'm like, like, I'm going to hustle again. Got to go make some money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this and please let us know like in our DMs if there's other topics you want to hear about specifically or, you know, if you guys have any questions, we're always open to hearing them and we always want to talk about new topics. So let us know what you guys want to hear. Yeah, let Um, us know. Oh yeah, always, you can always jump in to our Facebook group, the Influence Community. You can always ask questions there. We have a really great community of girls there Mm -hmm. just sharing things and yeah, it's a really fun place to be. Yes, agreed. Join us there. Yeah, I I guess that's it today. Thank you guys so much for listening as always and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.